right, guys, it's about that time again. Chris Brooks here with you on another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast and part of the 247 Sports Network and also inside the Rebels going over some notes here, multitasking. I hope you're doing well wherever you guys are here on a Wednesday. It is Wednesday, isn't it? Isn't this Wednesday hump day edition? Yeah, I'm looking at it. We are the 20th of July here. And yeah, we're talking a hump day edition of the show today. Look, check this out. We are only three weeks from Friday, I think, or three weeks from Saturday. We will have real high school football going on. And uh, I could I can mess this up. I think I'm right here. I think MRA plays the first game of the year against Greenville Christian. I'll have to go back and double check some of that. I think it's a real game too. On uh, I think the 11th. That's top of top of my head though. I'm rolling through a lot of high school football coverage right now. We put out rankings yesterday. For those of you that follow high school football, the Brandon Bulldogs, the preseason number one team in the state. Um, they're loaded. They are they are absolutely loaded. Sam Williams, the head coach there, has a squad. They reached the 6A title game last year, got beat by Madison Central, but they returned both, most of that team. Landon Barnes at quarterback is a junior through four, well over 3,000 yards. They have three Division I running backs. Jarvis Durr is a junior committed to La Tech. Nate Blunt, I mean, Jarvis the senior. Nate Blunt is the big junior, is the nephew of LeGarrett Blunt. You remember LeGarrett back in the day? This is his nephew, and um, and he's a stud. He'll be somewhere. Littleman Russian last year. Um, got hurt, didn't get to play in the state title game. And then, um, man, how am I forgetting this kid? The MRA transfer is going to be a 10th grader. He might be better than all three. And somehow, of course, that happens. Top of my head, I just go blank. I'm 46, so it happens. Um, but they're loaded. And um, that's our number one team in the state. Madison Central comes in after that. Picayune, a couple of big-time running backs in. Dante Dowdell and um, – oh, I'm drawing a blank. It's Chris John- – I'm looking at Christopher Johnson here. That sounds wrong. It's Chris Davis, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to take a second here to stop. I'm doing a recruiting show for you today. Like, that's what we are about to do. And uh, I've looked at, yes, Chris Davis. I've been looking at all these high school names for the last several days. I mentioned on Monday, I I was going to do some research here. And I feel like I have a pretty good lay of the land in terms of the high school recruiting part of this. After making a a bunch of phone calls and um, I actually just got off the phone with Jamarius Brown, big defensive end from Moss Point. He'll be making a decision soon. I feel like I have a pretty good lay of the land where things are right now. Um, so let's do that today. Let's do that kind of show. Um, like I said, hopefully you guys are doing well this morning. We are now less than a month away from some real football being played. And, you know, beyond that, we're looking forward to December signing day and everything that's going to go along with that. So, you know, we're now in July to, to August, September, October, November. We're, we're five months away roughly from that from that not even early signing day. It's the signing day in December. 
I have mentioned to you guys that I expected maybe a dozen or so high school kids. You know, I'm, I'm going to up that a little bit. You know, I think you could see as many as 15 guys, as long as they get the ones they want. That's the key here. You know, and I'm looking at, a, I'm not just going to publish this, but, you know, a list of a couple of people who are, I really trust, you know, predicted signing classes. And, you know, I get skeptical of this stuff this time of year because you can talk to the best sources and people that are involved. You could talk to the coaches for that matter. You know, this is such an inexact science. And they'll tell you in July that they feel great about a kid. But, you know, the truth is you have to keep in the back of your mind. You know, there's probably three other schools that feel good about a kid unless there's some hook there that they're just not saying publicly. You know, like a kid, he's, he's already committed, already done the video. It's ready to go. You know, things like that. Something's prepared on social media and that, and that happens, but you know, schools tend to feel good about where they are. And my job is to be a little more skeptical of it, you know, to try to be a little more objective, but I do think there's a good shot that they bring in 15 high school kids. And now we're talking, let's say a class of 25 people. And I haven't even checked. I need to, to double check this with some sources up there to see if you can, you can back count some of these, you know, last year, I don't think they can, I think they filled it up completely. Or they, or they will, but let's say you can go a little over the 25. You can count something backwards. You end up with 15 good high school kids. And in a perfect world, you know, it's the numbers 25, 10 quality transfers. That's something you can sustain long-term. You know, it's a little heavy on the transfers in comparison to what other places are doing. But keep in mind, last year's transfer class included several younger guys than I was expecting. You know, Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg come in here as true sophomores. I mean, they don't have a whole lot of playing time under their belt, a lot of eligibility left. So you have to take that into consideration. This is not a whole lot of one-year rental kind of players. You know, to use a, a professional sports analogy, these are younger guys too. So yeah, if you bring in 15 quality high school guys and you're combining that with, you know, your 10 transfers, that's that's a that's a pretty good haul. Um, you know the the commitments already that they've already gotten on board. Sunterine Perkins, Bryson Sanders, uh, Ahmad Brown out of Georgia, a big safety, Marcel Reed, and Daniel Demery. They like where they are with Reed. You know, we had the Jaden Rashada stuff going on. And the truth is, considering the way the transfer portal just went, I, I don't think that they are just – they're not worried about quarterback in terms of who they bring in. They're happy with a high school kid and Marcel Reed, what he does. I mean, he's not the biggest guy, but he can throw it. He can run it. He's an athlete. And then you see what's available with the transfers, you know, after, and we see how many quarterbacks are even here. Who knows? You know, well, and another good thing about the transfer portal is it's after the season's over. You have a pretty good idea of where you are. Um, so you're not committing guys right now a little blind in terms of who's coming and going. You'll obviously know more about that in December when you get there. So you, you've gotten that sewed up. Your Mississippi portion of this, I know there was a lot of you know back and forth with Sunterine Perkins on the board. You guys worried about Alabama because he was tweeting and putting a lot of stuff on social media about Alabama last week. And uh, I'm told Ole Miss is still in really good position with with um, with Perkins, and looking forward to seeing him play this year. That's the they're ranked number one in three A, 
Raleigh this year, and he's a big part of that. Linebacker, wide receiver, running back, athlete, safety, everything. Um, if you grab him out of Mississippi, um, Aiden Williams is going to be a battle. You know, Tennessee could throw some crazy NIL his direction in terms of what that looks like for him. You know, and kids, obviously, they're paying attention to that stuff. LSU is sitting there with him. You know, you worry what goes on there. I think Ole Miss is going to be competitive with whatever anybody's doing out there in those terms, unless it's just something just ridiculous. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to throw figures out there. But these kids know what the opportunities are going to be for them. So let's say they get Sunturin. Let's say that they they still feel good about Aiden Williams. And also a guy like, like I talked to Jamarius Brown a while ago. You know, that could be arguably the top three players in Mississippi this year. So it could also be the only three that they take from in-state this year. But if that's the three, you get the three you want. You cherry pick the players in Mississippi. That's that's job well done. Of course, on a personal level, I'd like that number to be bigger. Uh, but that's that's not taking into consideration the landscape, you know, the lay of the lamb, what's going on in college football. You got to understand why they're doing what they're doing at this point. Certainly understandable. But if they pulled those three off, I mean, look, I'm looking at Jamarius Brown's Twitter right now, and I think they they feel like they're in great position with him. I'm looking down his Twitter feed. You know, he's had everybody offering, but just some of the late ones that are coming in here. You know, Texas trying to get in with him with an offer. Um, I'm looking here at Tennessee, of course, in May, coming in with an offer, trying to get in. Arkansas's all over him. Mississippi State's all over him. Michigan here all over him. He's ranked the 200 and around 250 in the country. But look, he told me he's 6'4", 260 right now. This is somebody at a camp that could break a five in the 40, you know, push four, eight range. He's going to play defensive end at Moss Point. He's a stud. He's a stud. And if Ole Miss pulled those three off, then everybody is happy about Mississippi. And then you see who shows up late during the season. Maybe they could come back in on somebody late and you see what happens there. But I do think they're in good position with them. And then you're looking at some of these others, you know, with Dante Dowdell and he's committed to Oregon, everything I've heard is he's solid there. Um, somebody that they do like at that position. Let's say if if Dante is solid with Oregon and that's that's the way that's going to go, you're looking at a guy like Christopher Johnson, who I think they they feel good about. Um, kid from down in Florida that is more of a, a speedster type of running back, um, but would be a a very pick a very good pickup for them. Um, a few of the other ones that I'm kind of hearing you guys should be watching for on the defensive line alone with Jamarius Brown, you should you should be following Neo Avery, who was committed to Penn State at one time and decommitted there, a kid from up in the Northeast. And look, as you should know by now, Chris Partridge and his reach up into that part of the country, you know, that's a talented player who they could do a lot of different things with. I mean, that's an, an athlete. You know, 220, 225 in that range can run. You could you can do some different things with him. Um, if you're looking for another wide receiver and we get outside of Mississippi, let's say they do feel good with Aiden Williams. And that's somebody that they're going to bring in. You could also see somebody like uh, like Caden Lee. I'm looking here through some of my notes. Kid out of Georgia, not the biggest prospect, and a solid prospect. 
not the biggest kid either, but he would be a very good compliment. And we're trying to build a class here, right? Trying to put together what a class could look like five months in advance. You piece him together with Aiden Williams and you've got your big guy in Aiden Williams who can run, but 6'3", 200 pound kid, somebody like Caden Lee comes in. That's more of your slot guy, 5'11", 170, 175 can run. But look, for all of these guys, regardless of their recruiting ranking, most of these guys are going to have a lot of competition to bring them in here. You know, that's just kind of where they are. So let's say those are your two wideouts. And I doubt they would go heavier than that at wide receiver just because you're waiting on what's going to hit the portal and what you can get there. Um, Already have Bryson Sanders on the offensive line. And I don't think there's anybody else in Mississippi they're going to go after right now. You know, Zay Alexander, a massive offensive lineman out of Tupelo. That's a 20-23. There's some evaluation going on there, but I, I don't know if you'll see that happen. You're probably looking at Bryson Sanders out of Tennessee. Um, maybe someone like a DJ Chester. You know, that would be a, a big-time pull if they're able to to grab him. Kid out of Georgia, uh, 6'5", 295, 300 pounds. You could piece those two guys together and have something. Uh, Tyree Adams outside of Louisiana, another 6'5", kid, 285, has a lot of offers. He's in that top 250 in the country range, so another another one that would be a big-time get. But these are the names I'm hearing right now in terms of you know guys that they do feel good about. Uh, a couple of others here. Let's see. I had one more for you guys that I did want to mention, and now I am drawing a blank on him. I don't think I, you know, you, you shouldn't write these things, or you should write these things down. You should not go off the top of your head. That's never a good idea. Never a good idea. Um, I'm forgetting the first name. That's where I'm struggling here. Board of the kid out of Louisiana. You know, there, there's a lot to like there. And I think the the light goes both ways. You could see something happen with him. Um, just a few of the ones, not that's not an exhaustive list by any means, but when we're talking 15 kids, you know, I just threw out 10 to 12. And if you put those guys in that class, you're already talking about a really good haul of high school kids. And I know there's some angst about the high school recruiting right now. But let's say if if that went, like I said, and look, and I know what this is like, you know, this far in advance, it almost never works out like you think it's going to work out three, four, five months in advance. But the prospects are there. And like I mentioned earlier, I do think they'll go a little bit deeper into the high school recruiting than I was anticipating. You know, maybe 15 guys. And if they do that, that's that's a great, that's a great high school haul. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. I don't think I left anybody out. That's going to do it for today. I'll have um, some notes on the board here in a little bit. And uh, y'all have a great day. It's uh, it's hot dog day, by the way. Go out and get yourself a hot dog. Enjoy it. Have a great day, guys. This is Chris Brooks with the Rebels 247 Podcast and 247 Sports. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See you.